York Rogers in the 25th century. And the shower of silver dollars from Popsicle Pete's money box. Let's see now. Buck and Black Barney have finally managed to open the door of Barney's big underground machine. And there... But let's pick up our story exactly where we left off. Are you all set? Then here we go, 500 years into the future. Willard. Willard. Barney. Captain, I, I know that I, I shouldn't leave the poor little tag all alone by himself down here under the ground. Willie! He was in the control, Captain, of your machine, wasn't he? Sure he was. And now he's gone. Captain, oh, what could have happened to him? I don't know. Isn't isn't there some other part of your groundhog where he might be? Sleeping quarters or something like that? I looked at him and he ain't there. My Willie's gone, that's all. He, he's gone. Now, Barney. Somebody or something must have come in here and took him. You hear me? Yes, yes, I hear you, but listen to me. Well, what do you mean, listen to you? My Willie's gone, ain't he? Yes, I know, Barney, but no matter where he went, he couldn't have got very far in the few minutes since you left him Just here. Just the same, he's gone. Uh, now I don't know what I'm going to do. Find him, of course. There's no way under the sun for him to have got very far away here underground. <laughs> come on, Captain. Come on, and we'll go out the same way I do. When I, I disintegrated my way up to the cave, but me and you run into each other. Okay, Barney, lead the way. Only watch your step. Yeah, sure. Sure. Probably some big wild animal will come along now, and take it's it easy, Barney. <laughs> this is a pretty sharp climb, and we haven't got inertron lifting units to help us along. Who cares about anything like that? We gotta find it. We got Willie. Well, here's the big open cave, Barney. Yeah. You see anything of them? I'm afraid I don't. Although there's not very much light filtering in here from your control, Captain. If, if he got into this big cave, Captain, he would have got lost it. He, he probably didn't see me anywhere around, so he, he kept on going and going. There's no telling where he might be now. Not necessarily, Barney. What do you mean, not necessarily? Well, this cave isn't as big as all that. And there's only one way he could have gone out of it. Sure. Sure, he might, he might have fell into some big hole, a bottomless pit or no, something. No, Barney, or... No. The disintegrated shaft that leads down to our mechanical mold. Huh? Come on. You, you, you think maybe he could have went down there to, to our lieutenant woman, Dr. Yours, that the same way I done? That's it. Now, now, here's the shaft. Yeah. Uh, only be careful because it drops almost straight down and it's nearly... Barney! Come here! Did you hurt yourself, Mr. Barney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I... No, sir. No, sir, Willie. Are you all right? Well, sure I am. Only wanted to jump all the way down that long shaft. On account of I couldn't wait to... Well, what do you think? On account of I, I must have slipped a little bit because it was so steep, that's why. Oh, hello, Captain Rogers. Hello there, Willie. Well, I'm glad to see you're safe and sound. Oh, I sure I am. Well, uh, I bet you ain't twice as glad as I am, Captain. Not even half as glad. No, sir. Still don't uh, see what all the fuss is about. Willie was just sitting here talking to us. I just got tired of waiting, that's all. And I wanted to make sure you were all right, Mr. Barney. <laughs> Did you? Yes, sir. Then when I got out into sort of a cave up there, I, I saw a light coming up from that disintegrated away place. And I heard Lieutenant Wilma talking with Dr. Ewer. So I thought the best thing to do was to come down here to them. Oh, okay. As long as you was coming to Lieutenant Wilma, it's all right. Oh, the scamp. He heard us saying some nice things about him, too. 
But I guess they won't hurt him. <laughs> Thank you, Lieutenant. Well, you see, Lieutenant, the one thing I like about myself most is my being so modest. So I always tell Willie to be that way, too. Don't I, Willie? Yes, sir. Sure. And someday my little Willie's going to grow up to be the finest man that ever lived. Just like you, Captain Rogers, and uh, Dr. Yore and Lieutenant Woolman. Well, the thing for us to do now is to get these two mechanical moles underway and headed for the surface. Uh, suppose Barney and I go into the other machine. Yes. And leave you folks here to work the mole's non-recoil energy projector. Well, you think we can exert enough power against the nose of Barney's machine to push it right on up and out of the hole it does? Yes, sir. Now that the ground break is off. Well, it's worth trying. But how are we going to know if it works out all right? Well, we can keep in touch with each other by radio. Fine. Come on, then, Barney. Yeah, yes, sir. You know, Captain, that machine you folks are using isn't as big as mine and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yours looks real nice and compact. Well, we traveled a good many miles in it without any trouble. And uh, did you find anything? Oh, funny. But we can talk about that later, Barney. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into your control cabin. Yeah, yeah, you go right ahead and sit in the control seat. All right. You'll have to tell me how to work these various levers, though. Yes, sir. Only wait a second till I close this door. Uh that makes enough noise for half a dozen metal doors. Yeah, good and loud, like it was real strong, huh? Well, yes. Uh, but now, how about these controls? All I can see on the board here are three levers. Well, this here one's a power control. Uh-huh. This one uh, you use for steering from side to side. Yeah. And uh, this one makes the nose of the groundhog go up and down. And that's all there is to it? That's all. Okay. Wait a second now while I turn on the radio unit. Oh, what's that? Splendid, Donald. Oh, the secretary to the president. Uh, of course, I've only given you a quick picture of all we've discovered, but I'm sure the president will want immediate action. I'm sure he will. In any event, you will have Captain Rogers report to him in person as soon as you reach the surface. Yes. Huh? Signing off. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, uh, hello? Hello, Buck. Uh, doctor. Uh, I was just talking to Donald, the president's secretary. Uh, so I heard. I think it best that no time be lost in making official contact with the people we found living deep under the earth. Oh, sure, but... What was that about me reporting to the president? I imagine it's just a case of giving him the complete story on this expedition. Oh, well, now look, Doctor. Yes? It won't be necessary for you to make the mechanical mole push this machine of Barney's all the way back to the surface. No? No, sir. It'd be easy, but, well, sort of messy. Well, what do you want to do then? Well, push us upward a little bit, and we'll roll right into the big cave up here. Then we can turn and proceed under our own power. Oh, fine. Well, uh, are you all ready to move? Anytime you are. All right, then here we go. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, we're moving straight backward. Good. I'll use a little more power here. Okay. Whoa, whoa, Doctor, whoa. Yes, yes, Buck? We've uh, rolled into the open space, and it feels as though we've turned completely around. I can see you have through our metallo glass window. So all we need to do is head upward. You folks can follow us or make your own path, whichever's faster. Oh, following us up will be the fastest. Uh, we really got power in this here groundhog. Well, we'll see. Incidentally, Buck. Yes? Donald is having a rocket roadster made ready for us to take us to the present. Good. Well, let's get going. Uh, go ahead. Hang on now, Barney. Going to turn on the power. Sure. Boy, this machine makes more noise than a boiler factory. Oh, 
Very kind of you to meet us at the spaceport with this rocket road, Sir Donald. Well, it was on the president's instructions, Dr. Hewer, to ensure you're not being held up by the crowds that were there to greet you. There was quite a crowd there, wasn't there? Yes. Say, I can't get over how quiet this rocket roadster seems after that groundhog of Barney's. Was as bad as all that, but Boy, you never heard anything like it. <laughs> but Barney says it makes it sound powerful, and that's all he cares about. <laughs> yeah, it seems almost strange to be up on the surface again, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of good. Much as I like the president, though, the kind of a meeting we're going to always embarrasses me. Hmm? Why about it? Well, you know what it means. Wonderful expedition, great discoveries, marvelous scientific achievement. Oh. <laughs> Why well, should want Wilma and me around is more than I can see. Right, Doctor. Any credit belongs entirely to you. Well, if I may say so, I believe the president has a great deal more than just that on his mind. Really? What? Oh, he'll want to tell you himself. Now, there's his private landing platform just ahead of us. Hang on, please. We're landing. Now, right this way, please. Shoot, Wilma. Thanks. Doctor. Thank you. We'll enter his private office through that door over... Oh, Mr. President. Welcome. Welcome, all of you. Well, Mr. President. And congratulations on what I believe is the greatest scientific accomplishment of our age. Thank you, Mr. President. There's so much to say in commendation for your amazing feat that I won't even attempt it. Suffice it to say that arrangements for establishing social and commercial relationships with the people of your underground city are being made now. Splendid. I only hope that we may have a hand in it, sir. Rogers, you may not. What? Now, don't look so unhappy, my boy. I have another assignment for you. That is, if you're willing to take it. Why, sure. Of course I am, sir. And don't speak too quickly, Rogers, because if you do accept it, it will be the most dangerous assignment you've ever attempted. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm willing to bet that Buck takes that assignment whatever it is. So don't miss the next episode. 